All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, which is pretty cool because they break up the season into small chunks and you have more chances to draft your perfect team and to win, of course. You can do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. And now, let's get into today's show. What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. And Michelle, it is, I hate to say it, but it is the last episode that we have of our draft queen season before we head into other sports than football. So with that being said, I have to say, before introducing you for our very last episode, happy Super Bowl and congratulations to the reigning draft queen, for this year's pick for the Super Bowl. How are you feeling? I feel, you know, thank thank you, thank you. Golf claps, golf claps. Yes, yes. I feel very I feel very good about it. I felt very invested in the game. I feel like I <laughs> sort of helped be part of the team and bring home the trophy even though clearly I had nothing to do with it. But you know, I feel pretty good about Tommy. We're going to give you the whole the whole shebang after the huddle, but I feel good about it. I'm happy for them. Uh and I am glad that I changed my pick mid-season to the Bucks. Go, go, I go me, I guess. I cannot believe, <laughs> I really can't. I mean, I can and I can't, right? Like you're a Patriots fan and most literal expats are now also Bucks fans. <laughs> yes. And so I'm happy for you in that vein. But moreover, I'm just impressed that you actually, like you committed to the Bucks halfway through our draft queen season. We we both made a pick for who's going to win the Super Bowl at the very beginning of this podcast season and then halfway through we had to pick a runner-up or like a second best pick now that we know how all the teams are doing so you committed you picked the box congrats thank you I feel I feel I feel honored uh and excited and I really want us to get like right into the huddle because there's a lot of tea as Kate would say there's a lot of hot tea for us to spill or pour or drink. I don't know what you do with the hot tea, but there is a lot of it. I feel like we need to get right into the huddle to talk about it so that me and you can give everyone what they really want is our breakdown of the actual Super Bowl itself. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. So today's show is super simple. And again, last episode of the football season, which is just a huddle and then followed by a really hefty Super Bowl recap because that's what we all deserve. So I don't know. Let's get right into it. Let's just do that huddle. And then we've got your full Super Bowl recap coming at the end of the show. So stay tuned. All right. Time for the huddle. The very last huddle of this season. 
I wish I had Yay! like I wish I had like a number to tell you just how many headlines we've read. So I mean, we can, I'm going to guesstimate, and Kate knows how terrible I am at math, so I apologize in advance. But if this is episode 24, and we probably do like around 10, you know, headlines or so per episode, right? So like, you know, we're going to deliver people almost 250, 260 headlines in the season. I feel like that's very informative. Wait, that's pretty badass, actually, when you're quantifying <laughs> it. I didn't even think to do that. That's a really good idea. <laughs> and also... Well, I feel like we try to do 10 headlines every time, and then we end up around eight. But we still read the 10 headlines, even if the timer goes off. Right, exactly. So, like, the timer is our kind of worst enemy. But I think I I would say on average, again, not a mathematician, but I would say on average we probably get through about 10 or so. Maybe maybe some are less, maybe some are more. But, I mean, that's a lot of headlines that we got through. Another round of golf claps for you and I on that. Honestly... Golf, golf claps, golf the sport, <laughs> my favorite thing all around this year. It's like my new favorite thing that I learned between Drag Queen season one and Drag Queen season two. We deserve a golf clap because golf is boring, but it's also not that boring. So, yes, <laughs> we've done a hell of a job. And if you're guesstimating, I'm not going to check your math here. But please don't. Please don't. 250 headlines sounds like a lot. And I so, think so. The tea will continue to be spilled today, though. I have to be very clear about that because there are like three things. And again, we will get right into it. That's why we skipped the open. (laughs) We should get right into it because there is some shit going on. And I don't. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even want to spoil it. Okay, don't just do that. Don't spoil it. Pull up your clock, the the handy-dandy, trusty 60 seconds. We have a love-hate relationship with you, timer. We really do. Yes, we do. If you would like to count me down, I will read our 200, we'll get to almost 250 headlines in, in, in this last episode. Holy shit. Okay. All right. Well, yes, I have 60 seconds on the clock. And if you're ready, Michelle, read that first headline, which you should be very excited about in three, two, one. Huddle! The Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the 55th Super Bowl over the Kansas City Chiefs and celebrate with a boat parade. Aaron Rodgers announces he's engaged. So much tea, so much tea, so much tea. The Red Sox trade outfielder Andrew Benintendi to the Kansas City Royals in a three-way trade that includes the Mets. The Australian Open is underway with big eliminations like Coco Goff and... Other big win streaks like Rafa Nadal. Bayern Munich face Mexica, Mexican side. What does this even say? UNL t- Tigers in finals of FIFA Club World Cup later today? Wow. Wow. That's the worst one of the whole season. Okay. Rumors have been swirling that Alex Rodriguez, who's engaged to J-Lo, has a romance going with Southern Charm star Madison LaCroix. Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady and his homie Rob Gumkrowski are headed to Disney World this week to continue the MVP tradition. There's the timer. (laughs) It's going off. 
there is the timer. It's, it's going I can on. always I can always see you out of my peripherals. Like I'm trying to read the headline, <laughs> but I can see you out of my peripherals being like, dude, let's go. We're really close. Cause for everyone that doesn't know, only Kate has the 60 second timer in front of her. So frankly, oh, yeah. I never have any idea like how we're tracking. I just can see Kate on my screen, <laughs> like, go, go, go. She's like prompting me, like, go, go. And so hence hurry, why. Hurry. But we we okay. First of all, there's a lot of tea here. We literally talked about Aaron Rodgers on the last like five episodes. From if I he's know. a, we've talked about if he's a wine or a whiskey guy. We've talked about what he did after he lost the Super Bowl. We spilled the tea on his on on his rumored girlfriend, and now apparently fiance that he announced when he won the MVP. Like Aaron, you're moving very quickly. What's going on? I don't know what's going on, and it's actually it makes me feel like a really horrible tea spiller because last week on the show we were postulating about Shailene Woodley whose name I know how to say now and how she was Aaron's girlfriend that was last week right last week since last week last Thursday when we recorded slash last Friday when this episode came out or the last episode came out oh my god and he announced his engagement what's going on I'm so confused. This is so Aaron Rodgers. This is why he drives me crazy. What a wild card. He's like Charlie. Do you watch um, uh, Always Sunny and Charlie, the wild card? I know what you're talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it, Like the episode where there's everyone in the cast is in a car and like Charlie is the guy who cuts the emergency brakes. And he's like, I'm the wild card. I'm the wild card. I feel like to me... That's who Aaron Rodgers is. He's a wild card. I don't have a handle on him. I am shook that he's engaged. Shook. I mean, he's, yes, he is a bit of a wild card. You and I talked about it last week. I love how we talk about him as if we we know him too. Um, We don't at all for the record. Um, But he, you know, I don't know. We talked about it last week. Like he didn't win. He's focused his whole life, obviously, on on football, football, football. Like he's gone through a series of, well, he has mm-hmm. gone through a series of girlfriends, ones that seemed like he was with far longer than Shailene Woodley. But I mean, first of all, no, let's be clear. I love Shailene Woodley. We talked about what film she's been yeah. in. Big fan and TV shows. Big fan. Like good for them. Congratulations. He's got some time to focus now. Uh, so I don't know. I it's, but yes, literally last week we read a headline that they were dating and now they're engaged. And with that news, um, we should probably also inform everybody that he won the MVP. So that's a hell of, that's a hell of a week for somebody that like fell out of the playoffs two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, I'm glad for the guy. Uh, he and I have an adversarial relationship. He doesn't know I exist, but it's been a long time (laughs) coming with Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's always, we always talk about him on the show. I guess a little bit of a giveaway for Aaron Rodgers being happy maybe is that he's been in the news, like doing press stuff a lot more than normal. So maybe that's a tip off for him, but just generally the guy has had a really good year. Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. And I can tell you definitively that while Aaron Rodgers is engaged, to Shailene Woodley, Shailene. Oh God, damn Shailene, it. I don't no, know. You got it. You got it right. Shailene. Okay, you got right. it. You got it. While they're engaged, we have like an engagement trouble in paradise right now. Oh, like really big. We, have you we heard really A Rod thing? I know. Here's the th- here's my thoughts on A Rod. I really don't think we should even give him that much airtime here to talk about him. 
All he does is mooch off of J-Lo. Let's just face it, J-Lo is like the more successful, more important, bigger superstar in that relationship. And if that guy is doing anything behind J-Lo's back, she will probably have him murdered and rightfully so. Those are, that is my statement on A-Rod. I don't even want to give him any more time of the day because like, come on, man. I don't either. I, I, the reason that it, the only reason that I think it's hyper relevant to draft queens is also because this wraps in the, okay. The A-Rod thing is for those who haven't read these headlines this week, A-Rod was DMing with, or FaceTiming with some chick who's on this reality show, Southern Charm, stupid show. I don't watch it, but it's, it ain't the bachelor. It ain't the bachelor. Let me tell you. Totally. And so he's been talking to this girl and apparently this links into the girl had also been talking to Jay Cutler. Oh, geez. Who, oh, geez. Yeah. So she's like in the middle of this thing. So she's talking to A-Rod and potentially talking to Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler was married to Kristen Cavallari. Now they're divorced or separated, whatever. It's just some weird triangle quadrangle square situation <laughs> it actually just sounds what's like going on it actually just sounds like this chick is like a sports money hungry type of person so um i'm probably or like a tr- or just a straight up reality star like just yeah. trying to you gotta stay relevant in the headlines if you're a reality person right i this don't is, know this is true this is this is true well a rod just don't screw this thing up with J-Lo. Just, Get it just, just for the love of God. I Learn agree something with you. from Aaron Rodgers here. You, you know, get engaged and just get it together. Be family man. Just go to your log cabin in Minnesota <laughs> and go settle down with Shailene Woodley. Come on. Oh. Anyway, so A-Rod's a big mess with J-Lo. I guess Can- Aaron Rodgers is happy with Shailene Woodley. But, you know, I got to say, who's happier than anyone else right now? And this will probably lead us into the Super Bowl recap. Who's happier than anyone else right now in the whole world, do you think? Tom Brady. Rob, Gunkra- Rob yeah. Gronkowski. Bruce Arians. Mike, G- Chris yeah. Godwin. I'll na- I can name all, like, the Bucks, Ta- The entire city of Tampa Bay. Maybe the entire state of Florida. I don't know. But maybe so, in that order, too. I don't know if this is tea. But it does feel piping hot. Because the internet is exploding this week. It's amazing. Because this week, A, the MVPs, MVP and best friend, so Tom Brady and Gronk. <laughs> little, little brother. Went to Disney. <laughs> they went to Disney. I am currently recording this right near Disney. I'm in Orlando, just for listener fun. So they were right outside my window somewhere. Who knows? Didn't see them, wasn't there, whatever. That being said, they not only went to Disney which was not supposed to happen during COVID, but is amazing and I'm so happy for them. (laughs) They also had a, instead of a parade traditionally, like they do, if you win the Super Bowl, you get a big parade in your hometown with your whole team. They did not have a parade. They had a boat parade in downtown Tampa. Tom Brady brought his big ass boat out and there are memes gracing the internet right now. Oh my God, it's cool. I'm telling you, I was not a Tom, I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but after I saw him, like, so drunk after <laughs> celebrating himself, I'm so happy for him. I really am. 
Oh, the internet is ablaze with photos and videos from this boat parade. I mean, let's be serious. How epic does that look? We Look, Kate and I are from New York, and we're used to seeing, like, ticker tape parades in the city, which are amazing, but it's also usually freezing cold. And so guess what? A parade in the freezing cold isn't fun. You know what looks really fun? A parade on a boat. <laughs> it looks really, really fun. And I, I feel the same way. I mean, first of all, I've never seen any sort of, like, Super Bowl, World Series, Stanley. I've never seen a celebration like this. So truly one of a kind and epic. Also COVID friendly for the record. They were on different boats and they were not around other people. Okay, good. Right. COVID friendly. Also in all of the years, Tom has won the Super Bowl seven times. Okay. I've never seen this guy like break character if you will like he's always so like serious and genuine and like whatever I've never seen him break character so I agree with you watching those videos of him like on the boat like off the boat when he was like hammered at the end of it (laughs) honestly was like you know what he's a human good for him he is the most winning best quarterback ever and he's technically not done yet you know what? You deserve it, Tom. Get a little drunk, stumble around a little bit. You know what? Today, he he maybe is hungover. I don't even know if Tom Brady's capable of getting a hangover. He's probably like doing a workout or something. But good, yeah. good for him. Like it was it was cool to see him be so much more human than you normally see. He's always just in the zone, in the zone, in the zone. And you know what? Let the man live. Let him have some fun. Yeah, I could I could not agree more. It is literally, literally. As a Tom Brady and Patriots hater, it is the best Tom Brady I've ever seen. It's the first time. (laughs) It's the first time. Like, I've never rooted for him in football, but I am rooting for him now that he's had this crazy celebration. And if you're looking for the Tom Brady memes or the Tom Brady videos, just type in Tom Brady drunk and they will all pop up. It's him walking off of his boat. He's being carried by someone like. Like, he's, like, a drunk boyfriend of someone that needs to be, like, held all the way walking back home. He looks silly. He's also holding his daughter, Viv, in one of these videos and doing this weird peace sign. Like, just looking like a really trashy drunk guy. And I love amazing. it. I love it. Good for him. Also, you know what? I would love to be Tom Brady's age and be a quarterback and get hit all those times yes. and, and still look as good as Tom Brady does. Even drunk with a knee brace getting off a boat after his celebration, he still looks great. How does he do it? He's throwing the Lombardi trophy between boats (laughs) drunkenly, still completing perfect passes. I don't know. I don't know, Michelle. I don't know how he's doing it, but he is like truly this is the one time I think I'll ever wax poetic on Tom Brady because he felt human this week. I feel like I get him now a little bit and I'm stoked for him. I'm stoked for him. I will say one more thing before we sort of go back in time and talk about the game that actually afforded Tom all of these fun partying moments. I was watching something the other day that I think he posted on his Instagram, like right after, it was either right after or right before the day of, whatever. And he, you know, does a lot of those like TV 12, you know, videos. They're very serious about like health and training, whatever. But he said something that I thought was super interesting and cool. And to your point about like, um, that you finally get him. I feel like I kind of got him a little bit more too. But he said something along the lines in the video of like, striving for perfection isn't actually being perfect. It's like the road and the journey you take to 
be perfect. Mm. And I was like, it, I did not say it nearly as eloquently as he did. But the moral of the story is, is like, this. all this guy wants to do is just keep being better. Himself, the people around yeah. him. And even though he's not perfect, you know, he's not. He's great and he's the best that there is so far. But he's not perfect and no one's ever perfect. But it was cool to hear him say, like, it's about the journey. It's like, okay, what are you going to pick up and do tomorrow or next season or whatever? And so then when you see him, like, enjoying the fruits of his hard work, even though it wasn't perfect, but, you know, he went on this journey with all these guys, some mostly new guys, some old, like, Gronk. Like, do you see the sheer joy on all these other guys' faces that have, like, never carried a Lombardi trophy? Like, that's part of his journey to perfection, which is just super cool. So me always on my Tom Brady soapbox, but like, yeah, I think between the drunken stumble off the boat and, and a little bit of, of that, just like, you just learn a little bit more about the guy and he's, he's epic. I mean, come on. All in all, it's just been like a really epic week. It really has like the shit that's going on between A-Rod, Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, and obviously Tom in the Super Bowl. It's been a great week. I feel like we are blessed with not just tea, but just like a great, great week. Um, the only person I want to check on at some point is Julian Edelman, because I don't know what he's doing right now, but he's Aww. probably like on the edge. Uh, <laughs> so we got to check in with him. But it really has been an awesome week. I'm glad for Tom. I'm glad for Gronk. I'm glad they went to Disney. I'm glad they're having fun. But I think we have to talk about the Super Bowl. Like we haven't even gotten into it. So we have an entire, and in fact, Michelle, I have a really important song. It's not the usual song we played for our last segment because this segment going into, it's a surprise for you. Going into the Super Bowl recap, we're playing a new song and it's, it's the Diddy song. We ain't, we ain't going nowhere. So we're not going anywhere because we've got a couple couple minutes to talk about the Super Bowl. You know, I'll tell you what, Michelle, I um I'll go ahead and say it to kick off. We can get into lauding the Super Bowl and the good things about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the bad and then end with the good because okay. you always want to end on a high note. All right. I I thought both the game and the ads and the halftime show were all a snooze, <laughs> and it was very much 2020. What did you think of Super Bowl 55? Honestly. I, I do have to agree with you. I think like the I, I obviously was happy with the outcome as we as we know. So I, I think like I think if that wasn't the outcome, not only would I have been like pissed, but I would have been extra bored. So like I agree with you. I mean, the, you know, the, the, you look at the scores like, you know, um quarter over quarter, seven, then fourteen, then ten for the Bucks. And like by the time you get to the second half and it's like the I don't know, I just it it did not carry the weight that I thought that this Super Bowl was going to carry. Um, would you ever have bet that the Chiefs wouldn't have even scored a singular touchdown? Like not one singular no. touchdown. I mean, you said it in the in our preview episode of the Super Bowl. You're like, you know, I think the Bucks defense is going to be a big story here, or defense in general is going to play a big role. And you were totally right, but like I just did not think that the Bucks D was going to be able to shut Mahomes down to say that they would not even score a touchdown, which is. 
I don't know that it's, I'm like I said, I'm happy with the outcome. However, as a, as an entertaining game, it just started to fizzle out after like the second half. I was like, okay, the bucks are up pretty big. Mahomes is looking worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. I'm like, they're not even going to be able to make this a game, which is just going to be boring for the rest of us. I know. Well, for those of you who didn't watch and are interested, the final score I believe was 31-9. Which is a which that is was... a blowout. Yes, 31 to 9. That is an absolute blowout. I, I just I'm looking at it, I'm staring at it. I'm like, Patrick Mahomes had zero touchdowns. All you see is zeros everywhere for touchdowns. That's crazy. Zero. The crazy part that even crazier than that though. So the one thing that I took away from that game, because for the most part, I was snoozing through the whole thing. I thought it was boring as hell. I ate my face off. I was like making all the food and drinking all the drinks because I was so bored with the actual game. The one thing I do remember is like, A, the Bucks D looked amazing. And B, Patrick Mahomes ran so much, so much. And one of the prop bets that I got looped into for this particular game was, Will Patrick Mahomes throw for more than 400 yards? Oof. I took the under. Good. And which it could have gone either way, though. True. He ran, though, Michelle, like 650 yards no, during the ra- game. Okay, okay. He ran 33 yards, but very close to 650. No, 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 no. no. To get away from the defense. Oh, he didn't oh, actually oh, not you throw don't, motion. You don't mean like positive In the yards. <laughs> no, no. Oh. He ran... More than even the prop bet for how much he would throw. Like, he was scrambling <laughs> the whole game. So, those go together. But the one thing I remember is Bucks D, which goes hand in hand with Patrick Mahomes, scrambling around the backfield and not getting anywhere. It was insane. Yeah. It's, I mean, look, the there was like a meme that I saw after, you know, that to that effect that, you know, Mahomes was running around a ton. The guys weren't getting open. Even when he made freaking nutty throws like somehow he got away from some of these guys it hit it hit his players in the head it hit his players in the hands I'm like are you guys sabotaging Patrick Mahomes right now because like this man is is he's really trying and you guys got to make more of an effort like it was mind-blowing to me this poor guy running around trying to get these like make a little more effort it's amazing it's it's crazy I, I can't even understand how some of those things ended up happening I don't know, but I will say, like, the one thing that I, again, took away after the fact was Buxty. And I do want to give a big old shout out to Jason Pierre-Paul as a New York City resident. Not a lover of the Giants, but I, you know, game recognizes game. Congratulations, Jason Pierre-Paul. So crazy. He did an amazing job. Also, I know that you're a Patriots person so like sue was amazing everyone was amazing the, their defense the just linemen, the defense, yeah they excellent. hugely hugely stepped up you had two picks you know devin white who's been a who's been a force to be reckoned with in in, yes. their, in their backfield like he had a pick winfield had a pick i mean i just the whole the whole bucks d you know stepped up honestly you know so did the uh so did the uh offensive line for for the bucks too you know what i mean like Big time. you know for for brady to not throw any picks we talked about it like sometimes he can keep you on the edge of your seat especially on the su- in the super bowl but he had so much time and so much protection that he was i mean he was 21 for 29 he only missed eight passes like they they established the run game. Fournette had 89 yards. Ronald Jones had 61 yards. I mean, like, they just 
we talked about it a lot. I even said at the beginning of the season when I changed my pick, they had all the tools, they had all the guys, they had everything they needed to be this team to win. This was the most consistent game of football they've played, and that's kind of what they were saying. They had said they don't think they played their best game of football until this, until the Super Bowl. I mean, that this was football perfection, offensively, defensively, offensive line. I mean, you name it, they just, they played football per, almost perfectly. So how did you feel? We got through the game. There's not much to note. Again, like, defense was great. Offensive line was great for the Bucks. My question for you, Michelle, is how do you feel with Brady being the MVP and not Gronk? You know, it's actually funny. Uh, I had said that right after the game that I really thought that that Gronk should should be the MVP. I mean, look, he got he caught two touchdowns. Um, I get it. Tom threw three, so you know, I don't know. I I honestly really thought that that Gronk deserved it. I just I did, but you know, hey, what are you gonna do? I did too. I did too. And I really wanted it for Gronk, you know, like comes out of retirement, catches two touchdowns from Tom in the Super Bowl. We don't know how long Gronk's going to be on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just thought it was his moment. I was so excited. And we know, we know that Tom is going to be, he's 43. He said he's retiring at 45. And he said he's also not, he's not retiring. So I was like, just save this. Tom's going to do it again if he keeps doing what he's doing and give it to Gronk, please. But, you know, I was kind of bummed about that. But I feel like either of them winning is each of them winning. You know, it's like the power duo. I was going to say, it is the power duo. And let's face it, Tom may have gotten the actual award, but he took Gronk to Disney World with him. So I think all in all, everybody wins, huh? <laughs> I know. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. I took that um, bet. I took that bet, not- by the way. I took that bet. Which I like one? one of the prop bets was... Uh, well, uh, it was uh, Gronkowski catching two touchdowns and the Bucks winning, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll take that all day. Give it to me." And my husband's like, "Are you nuts? Why?" And I go, "Cause it's Tom and Gronk. That's why. Because it's gonna happen. I'm telling you." And sure as shit, it happened. <laughs> it always does. Like you want to. The thing that I felt guilty about is like you should. If we're hosting this podcast or if we're doing betting of any sort, you should always come at it from a non-partisan perspective right i always go qualitative it's my thing (laughs) i don't want gronk and tom to win but again like they far and away swept poor patrick mahomes i don't even know what to say he'll be fine he's got another 20 years he's amazing he's an incredible quarterback this this game though showed that the experience isn't there yet not just for him but for the rest of the team too you know they they yes they've been to the Super Bowl yes they've won but not repetitively they haven't played against someone like Brady so you know it's just it comes with experience he's incredible he did everything humanly possible to keep his team in the game and just it was to no avail I mean I don't feel bad for him he's he's got a baby coming he's still incredible he's gonna win many more Super Bowls in his career so I, I look I I feel no um I definitely don't feel bad for him and I certainly don't even hate the Chiefs. I just really wanted the Bucks to win, but you know, it we talked about this. This was the movie and this was how the movie should end, especially yeah. with Tampa Bay being at home and that's just really cool and an awesome sports story that will live on forever. And you know what? 
there's going to be a thousand other sports stories that Mahomes is going to tell because he's just that good. He just is. It's true. It's true. That's exactly, exactly right. And I just hope, this is the last thing I'll say about the actual game because it was a snooze. But I will say, I really hope that I've been seeing all these memes online and it's comparing the career trajectory of Patrick Mahomes to the career trajectory of Russell Wilson. So essentially, Russell and Pat both started their rookie year and they like didn't make it to the big game. Then the next year, they did make it to the Super Bowl and they won. Like yeah. that was the second tier. And then the third tier was the following year going to the Super Bowl, losing to Tom, and Tom ending their legacy. So people are comparing Russell Wilson to Patrick Mahomes big time right now. So people think this is, is the end of Mahomes' legacy already? He's 25. Yeah. He's 25. He's like a newborn child. <laughs> like, come on. You're telling me. I don't disagree. I'm just, I'm, I'm noting the comparison. I do think the difference between Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes is that Tom Brady will not be in the league in two years. We know that for a fact. He's a man of his word. And he's also just like that kind of way. So Fair. he's regimented. We know he's not going to be around. I feel like Tom Brady kind of ousted the legacy of, of Russell Wilson in a lot of ways. Cause he's just a, he's a really great quarterback. There's yeah. nothing you can do about that. So with that in mind, I thought it was super interesting and kind of creepy, but could be, could be interesting. I don't know. Interesting comparison. Very. There's Kate giving Very. you, giving you the real scoop. Always doing that extra editorial digging Boom. for you. Always. Well, always. the game, the game, sure, yes, a snooze. You know, if uh, if you weren't, if you had no skin in the game and you really just were watching it for excitement, maybe you were betting. Definitely not super exciting. Not as much offensive as we thought, but still uh, a pretty impeccable game of football. You know, by the Bucks. Um, we talked a few weeks ago with uh, with our our pal Beth about the uh, the legacy of Super Bowl halftime shows and and put some predictions down. Uh, as to what we thought was going to happen at the weekend. What do you think? Well, like, where'd we net out on that one? I, kids, uh, this is kids the already eye rolling. I, <laughs> I wish we had a video. I wish we had a YouTube channel. Like maybe we will, but my eyes could not be rolling further into the back <laughs> of my head. What a bummer. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? It's 2020. We need something. Please give us a show that's enjoyable and brings out, like we said, best Super Bowl of all time, potentially, or halftime show, rather. Best Super Bowl halftime show of all time was when Aerosmith brought out NSYNC and Brit Brit and the whole gang. Like, Hashtag free Britney, Nelly. by the way. Exactly. Yeah, that too. Watch it on HBO or wherever it is. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, like, we needed that Super Bowl halftime show. And you know what we got, Michelle? We got shit. The weekend running around a fun house, lost, confused. Pyro was okay. <laughs> just I just guess like everyone that... in 2020, running around in their house, super lost and confused. It was very, it was what too relatable bummer. and scary. I mean, look, I, I tend to agree with you. I think it was a snooze fest. I think that I really was hoping for some sort of special guests. Like, that's always the fun part about Super Bowl is not just like the production value and all that, but it is like it's a moment to like, Bring out someone that you've either already collaborated with or or whatever, just something that's like fun and unexpected that you wouldn't normally get because it's the Super Bowl. So I was I was definitely bummed about the lack of um about the lack of guests. 
Uh, I think that it was definitely made for television, which I guess it kind of had to be because let's face it, it wasn't a sold out stadium. So, you know, the whole like doing it in the middle of the field and having fans on the field, like all that stuff was non-negotiable this year. So I think considering it, it had to be made for TV, it like production value was pretty, like they, they did some pretty cool things that they probably wouldn't have normally done if it was like a, you know, 100,000 people at the stadium sort of, sort of bit. Um, the mm-hmm. Funhouse thing really made me nauseous. I don't think that was because I was me drinking too. PBRs. I think it was because it was nauseating. <laughs> like that kind of stressed me out a little bit. Um, I did really like when they took up the whole field with the dancers for blinding lights. I thought that was kind of cool, cool and different. I that thought was that was cool. pretty cool. Like, um, but yeah, look, the other thing is, and this is me putting now like my music, you know, my music industry hat on and, and, and having talked about it with some other people, like he's, he's not known for being a performer, right? He, he like, if, if for people that don't know, like, yes, he has tons and tons of hits and everybody listens to his music. And I I personally enjoy the music as well, but he's not like really much of a performer, especially like in front of a camera and live television. Like he is a little bit more like quiet behind the scenes. Like when he first started going on tour, like I think he didn't even have his face lit. He was like backlit and you didn't even know who he was. So I think knowing that, which most people don't, that watched the Super Bowl, like we would know that. But considering I do know that and seeing what he did as a performer, that was actually a pretty big deal for him to like be out of his like shell kind of, you know you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Because the one thing that I, I mean, I took away from it when I looked back and I was telling, as we were like texting back and forth during the Super Bowl, the one thing that I was telling people was, wow, this feels like very weirdly a mashup of Bruno Mars, Michael Jackson, and Lenny Kravitz. Like all in oh, I li- one. I, li- you know I, like that. I like that combo. Yeah, it was weird. It's just, it was the feeling. And it felt like he was trying really hard to perform. I felt grateful that he was trying. It yeah. wasn't like lack of try. It just would have been really great. Like, bring out, isn't he dating Bella Hadid? Like, bring out Zayn and Gigi. Like, bring out everybody else that you're, just bring out Zayn. Bring out One Direction. Anything. Harry Styles. My, fa- my favorite meme, well, I, there's a lot of favorite memes, but one of my favorite memes <laughs> is 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 him in the, the fun house. And it's like me, like me looking for Ariana Grande to like pop up, like get somebody out there, like come on. But I don't know. I mean, look, I think I think he did the best he could considering the circumstances. I definitely was not blown away by it. I tapped my toe and I sang the songs because you know you yeah. love them. Um, and I'm a motherfucking star boy. Fun fact, which is kind of yes. crazy. So because so many things were different about the Super Bowl this year. They cut the budget. I don't remember if we talked about this. They cut the budget for the halftime show, like, pretty significantly. So they didn't have as much money. They didn't have as many people working on the show as they normally would. He actually put up, like, $7 million of his own dollars to make sure that, like, it was the value that he wanted it to be, oh. which which is kind of crazy. So, again, I sort of feel bad saying it was a snooze because it, like, was still a little bit snoozy. But again, knowing all these things, like he really tried to make it the absolute best that it could be with probably a ton of red tape and a thousand hurdles in his way. Because if I'm it was sure. any other year, he probably could have gone cuckoo and, and done whatever the hell he wanted. But there was probably just so much red tape. So I think a little bit boring, but considering, you know, he, he gave everybody a little, a little time to, you know, bop, yeah. their, bop their heads around at halftime. 
that's a it, and I will say it wasn't a disappointment. Right. You know, it wasn't right. a disappointment. It was just kind of there and we watched it. I think we always have high expectations too. Like we have such high yeah. expectations for Super Bowl halftime shows, which like sometimes they, they reach our expectations and sometimes they don't, you know, it's like to each his yeah. own. But another fun fact, cause I just have them all coming through my head right now. He, Do it. Like what's really cool is he's a, he's a huge artist already. Like, you know, his numbers are through the roof, but he saw something like a 200% increase in people listening to his music which is kind of cool, which means like, you know, everyone probably like in middle America that maybe didn't know him before, you know what? Now they were introduced to this guy and they, they dug it. So like, that's kind of cool too. That's the Super Bowl I hope so. platform. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope so. I, I thought it was snoozy, but when you put it that way and the amount of red tape he probably had to go through, I felt like this. I'm gonna, And I'll leave it at this because I feel the same way about the ads for the Super Bowl, but I'll leave it at this. I felt like snoozy, Definitely red tape, though. Definitely red tape. And not horrible. It was right. just there. It was I didn't, there, and and it was fine. I didn't walk away from anything being like, that sucked, that let me down. Like, nothing was, yeah, nothing nothing was, like, over the top, except for Tom Brady kicking ass and winning. But everything else was, you know what? It was, it was medium. It was medium. Thank you for everything just being medium, you know? Totally. It kept us entertained. And I felt, tell you that much. I felt the same way about the ads. I really yeah. did. The only ads, well, there's one ad that I will speak to and then immediately kibosh because it was pulled from the record uh, with the Jeep commercial. Wait, I mean, why was it? Why was this pulled? I personally hated this commercial, by the way. But oh, I thought it was. I thought it was like cinematic and kind of cheesebally, but Way I wanted to call it too out. Cheesebally. It was cheesebally. So this was the commercial with Bruce Springsteen and Jeep. And, like, travel in the country and blah, blah, blah. Okay, it doesn't even matter if we get into it, so I'm not going to, because it's not running anymore, because Bruce had a DWI in November. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I shouldn't be laughing. But, like, how did... What, Jeep, how did you miss that part of what happened there, buddy? I don't know. Some PA is getting fired Definitely. in Jeep world. Definitely. But... Bruce had a DWI. Love Bruce. Not getting into the commercial. It is no longer running. Oh Never my mind. god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, the best commercial, the best commercial of the Super Bowl was State Farm and Drake. Was not expecting it. It was hilarious. That's the, I mean, State Farm like State Farm's up there with like Geico where it's like their business is so monotonous like insurance. Like what do you put in your commercials because like I don't know. Who cares? And honestly, Geico, I feel like, led the way, like, years ago by doing these commercials that used to air at, you know, uh, Super Bowl halftime shows. And it was, that's why people know Geico. Like, they know Geico because of their commercials. They kind of set the stage. And then you have people like State Farm following and, like, Progressive does it. And, like, so good on Geico for, you know, like, setting that, that wheel in motion. But, yeah, State Farm is coming up real hot. And now it's, you know, with, with Drake in the commercial, it's... I mean that I do agree that one that one definitely uh made me perk up. That was so funny. And when do you ever see I like listen, I He am also a child looks like Jake 90s. from Drake. He looks like Jake from State Farm. Let's be serious. He There's does. similarities. Jake and Drake look like <laughs> outtakes of each other. It's awesome. And I cannot like anytime I see Drake, I just go back to Degrassi, you know? Like child <laughs> in the 90s. I can't get over it. 
And I actually love seeing Drake when he is not Drake the artist. I love seeing Drake when he's Drake the guy in the ad. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you, State Farm. <laughs> thank you, State Farm. You are you are the MVP of uh, ads. Maybe you can you could try to go to Disneyland or uh, Disney World next year uh, for for they that. They deserve but it. Go Bucks. Go Tommy and team. Go State Farm and Drake. Weekend, you kept us entertained. Super Bowl 55, it came and went. It's it's so bittersweet. It's bittersweet. It's been a Super Bowl, and that's it. It's been a Super Bowl. And it was maybe like a mediocre bowl. It wasn't super, actually. It was like fine. <laughs> but like we said, honestly, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, my Pat's hating heart, I'm really glad for Tom and Gronk. It felt good. <laughs> and uh, so congratulations to all the Bucks fans out there. Congratulations to all the Pats fans out there. And congratulations for all the DQ fans out there. Thank yeah, you I was going to say, congratulations to DQ fans and to Kate and I for, for doing 24 episodes, getting through all of football season. Uh, this has been a blast. I hope everybody's enjoyed it. Maybe you've learned something. Maybe you've chuckled. Hopefully you've chuckled. Kate and I think we're very funny. Um, but, you know, Kate, we're going to take a little break. We're going to regroup. We're going to start working on season three and figure out all the good stories and details and things to, to bring to you guys next year. Next year. I'm totally kidding. Not We're not taking a year off. That would be, <laughs> that would be really absurd and ridiculous. But we're going to take, you know, just a little break. Yeah, just a little break. And it's not long. So, you know, you're listening to this in your ear balls, hopefully when it comes out on Friday, February 12th. We're taking four weeks off. But we'll be back on March 12th, exactly one month away from now. So do not unsubscribe. Stay subscribed. And if you don't subscribe, you should subscribe. Please subscribe. True. And we will see you in no time. It's, yeah, Michelle, it's only four weeks and we're gearing up for what? We're gearing up for basketball. We're going to do all sorts of weird coverage in the offseason. Maybe we'll have some guests on the show. Oh, yeah. We, we got to get some guests. We have basketball to talk about. We have NHL to talk about. We're going to have baseball to talk about. Uh, we Hopefully, fingers cr- fingers and toes crossed, we're going to have Olympics to talk about over the summer. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really starting to work on some cool ideas around um, MMA because, as you've probably heard, Kate and I don't know anything about it, but it is quite the spectacle. Uh, and who knows? Maybe we'll even have a very special episode about random sports that you didn't know existed because I just found out that tag, tag, like tag you're it, is a sport that people play and is on ESPN. So Kate and I, a couple of weeks off, we're going to get our creative juices flowing. We're going to give you all the cool uh, lowdown on all different sports, even though we are fantasy footballers at heart. But you know what? There's plenty of other games and sports to be played. So we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back in in four weeks. I mean, how, how much better could this work from the 12th to the 12th? Jeez, that's perfect. Not any better. That's very That's very Tom Brady of us. Oh, wow. This is so yeah. full circle. We will be back on March 12th. Make sure Kate, Kate will give you all the lowdown, but we will, while we will not be in your earballs for a few weeks, we will be all over social media, making sure you guys know everything that's going on. At the draft Queens on Instagram at the underscore thing draft Queens on Twitter. Cause we can't get the other one. So the other person who has four followers and is at the draft queens. Give it to give us. It up. We want it. <laughs> give it to us. But haven't made contact yet. So anyway, 
follow us everywhere. And most importantly, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever, all the things, Breaker. I don't know all these places, Amazon. but follow us on those. We will be back to you in four small weeks. We'll see you on March 12th, and we will have all things football and otherwise all things sports coming to you in a couple weeks so stay tuned and michelle this has been one hell of a football season i can't believe we made it through but it's been fun so tighten up baby as always any parting thoughts we did a good job good job we did a good job good job see you in four weeks